Welcome to another episode of Conversate, a podcast where we engage in conversation. In this week's episode, I, Kevin Bender, am joined by special guest Don Kuyper, our facilities manager at Saints Peter and Paul in Houghton, Michigan. And this week, we'll we'll be engaging in a conversation about the new year. We'll talk about Ecclesiastes and wisdom, and what it means to live under the sun. We hope you enjoy. I mean, afternoon. Well, it depends what time you're listening, folks. But hey, whatever time it is for you, it's five o'clock somewhere. So I got my coffee. Don, you look empty-handed. I know. I've got my coffee right down here. Oh, what a guy. Well, hey, hey. Happy New Year. Salud. Como dicen ahí. Like they say south of the border. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, Don, um, we're here in the year 2021, man. What are my thoughts? It's a new day. It's a new day. It's a new year. It's a new year. Do you make any uh, New Year's resolutions? Uh-huh. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. When was the last time you made a New Year's resolution? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not a strict New Year's resolution type of guy, uh, uh, but I do have thoughts about how I ought to change a few actions or... Hmm. Or to um, um, you know get, accomplish certain certain tasks or jobs, and uh, uh, this year, 2021, the same one popped up again uh, that popped up in 2020. All right, uh, but I'm a, no. I have to tell you. What you it have is. to tell me. Now. I got to tell you what it is. Uh, basically, what I would like to do is I would like to write down uh, my memories. Okay. Childhood memories, uh, 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 marriage memories, Mm -hmm. memories, you know. Mm -hmm. I find that so often an event, a a thought, a word, a phrase, a smell will will trigger a memory. Sure. And I would love to be able to, at that time, write it down, you know, and get it down. But, of course it's gone you know a half hour later three days later you can't come Mm. up with the same feeling you can't come up with the same the same same you know i i need to record this but this year i i will try to sit down and write um some of the down some of my memories hey there you go memoirs memoirs which 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 I have been thinking I don't want to refer to it as that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's okay. Because, I mean, that's kind of what it is. Mm-hmm. Because my daughter, uh, my daughter asked me, uh, Dad, why, why aren't you doing this? Okay. I mean, just do it. Just do it. And then when I begin to think about, well, okay, and then how I want to do it, I have particular particular thoughts about how I want to do it. Uh, okay. I want it to be well written. I don't want it just a scribbled mess that somebody can hardly read, uh, so forth and so on. So uh, I plan on editing this thing. But then you get to the question is, who are you writing this for? Oh, sure. I mean, the people who are reading it aren't necessarily going to care about how well it's It's going to be the great historians of the 31st century. (laughs) That's right. Well, I would like it to also be true, you know, so I don't want to be, you know, telling something that's not true. Sure. Um, But, okay, talk about resolutions. Yeah, I guess I've resolved that I'm going to sit down with a blank sheet of paper and write down 
some memories. Well, I think that's really interesting, Don, especially since uh, we're coming into this conversation right after a weekend of worship when, uh, you know, what we read in Scripture was basically there's nothing new every day. It's the same thing over and over and over and over, but but maybe not on a micro scale, not on an individual experiential scale. But I think you have touched on why I don't want to call it a memoir, because there's zillions of them out there. Oh, sure. And it yeah. will become just one more. Yeah. I, I love that in the in that first chapter of Ecclesiastes, there's also the part that talks about the eye is never full of yep. seeing and the ear is never. So you don't want to be just another piece of noise floating right. out there. Sure. Right. Yeah. Hopefully I do it. Yeah. Hey, why not? Hey, actually, here's a tip for you. I read this. Uh, if you want <laughs> to actually do your New Year's resolution, um, already you're taking the advice because the first piece of advice is don't say you're going to not do something because people it's harder to do like a negation it's easier to do something new okay it's more positive i guess i don't know maybe it's all for the optimists out there uh but the second thing is build it into something you already do Mm. so in terms of when you want to be writing this stuff maybe if you if you have a ritual like of something you do in the every morning like Mm -hmm. coffee paper kind of thing try to just tack it on to that space and time (laughs) and it might stick a little easier because you're already in a you know, in a groove. All right. We're January 4 today, right? <laughs> yeah, I said I, it was the third today earlier in an email. Well, but <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, where, I, where I'm headed is I've already failed to do it on the first. I've failed to do it on the second. I've failed to do it on the third. I've got tonight. Mm. I've thought about doing it at night. Mm. I've thought about doing it in the morning. I don't do it at night. I don't do it in the morning. I don't do it in the middle of the day. I don't know when this is going to happen. I don't know, Don. <laughs> I say go for morning. That one sounds good. Y- yes. Well, so, but let me let me ask you this, Don. Now that we're we're rolling into the, I, I mean, this is just interesting that, you know, I didn't know what was going to happen when we started this conversation, right. but here we right. are, and we're talking right. about your memories, and right. and I think that's a great goal. I have that same. Actually, I started writing down a little memory of every day. Okay. okay. And then my phone got really cruddy the last few weeks so uh, so my pattern has stopped but um what i'm interested to ask you is in light of you know ecclesiastes mm. life under the sun you know everything again and again like when, there's obviously a difference done between you and i yeah. in terms of life experience and wisdom <laughs> and ecclesiastes is a wisdom book and you look like you've earned more wisdom than me uh so what how do you respond to when you hear those words from chapter one, when you hear, you know, the wind blows everywhere and just goes in circles and man toils, but for what? And, okay. You know, what's your, what's your kind of knee-jerk response? Um, my response is basically that um, it's true um, that, you know, there is nothing new under the sun. Um and if you are a student of history, mm-hmm. you'll soon you'll soon see that uh, um, you know some of this stuff is going on in the fifteen hundreds. Uh, some of the stuff that you get upset with today, it's nothing new. Mm-hmm. You want to figure out what's happening in Washington? Read uh, read uh, Machiavelli. You know, okay, uh, he's becoming a little bit more popular. I understand, uh, and that's Italian politics well, i don't know 15th 16th 17th century uh, you got guys like uh cervantes uh and don quixote 
it's, it's, it's all the same stuff. Mm. And then he refers back to stuff that's even further back than that. So there really is nothing new under the sun. But how does that, how does that hit me? You know, how does that hit me? I, I, look at, I look at my history and I say, wow, um, I perhaps had a goal at one time, mm. but I don't know that it, that it actually uh, you know, played out the way I thought it was going to play out. Um, but but now looking backwards, which you mentioned today in the sermon, looking backwards, <laughs> you, you got to say that God was in it all. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way around that. Yeah, yeah, and that's I love the the contradiction of so because you have Ecclesiastes, and here's this guy saying, you know, look, there's nothing new, there's not a single thing new yeah. under the sun. But then you got Jesus saying, hey, yeah. behold, I'm I'm doing a new thing. Yeah. I'm making all things new, and it's. So it's almost like the Bible's arguing with itself. But here you're saying you've kind of experienced both both sides of that. Sure, sure. I, I can honestly look back on on my life and on on you know Gene and I together. We've been you know been married for fifty years. Mm. Uh, we look back on the whole the whole trip, if you want to call it that, and say, wow, you know, God was good. Mm. Why shouldn't He be good in the future? And yeah, there is nothing new under the sun. But why despair? There's no reason to, you know, throw up your hands and, you know, throw up your hands and wallow in the mud. No. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, and it's like right there, you're making a distinction between creator and uh-huh. creature. Okay. Right. So we kind of have this. Here's this line that we're going to yeah. draw. I mean, this is actually interesting to think about because a lot of times, like, like if you had a, a a number of words and you said, all right, people, put these in two categories and say the words were like, um, God. And um, humanity, and angels, and heavens, and trees, and frogs. Like, how right. would you categorize those things? Well, some of them are earthly, and some of them are heavenly. I guess. Uh huh. Yeah, and I think you're right. right. I think right. most of us right. we're going to draw a line like this. Mm-hmm. And on one side, we're going to put yeah, God, angels, heavens. Mm-hmm. On the other side, we're going to put man, frogs, trees. <laughs> trees. Um, right. But even the angels are created. Yeah. And even the heavens, you know, and, and in biblical sense, the idea of heavens is, is stars, it's solar system, it's right. planetary. So right. even the heavens are created. Yeah. There's only right. one creator. Right. And so we, we kind of have this, this is platonic thinking, right? So Plato, <laughs> uh, I know you like history and philosophy, so <laughs> right. I'm glad we can, we can chat on this. But Plato, so he was, a, he was kind of this two-realm thinker. And he's in, he has influenced so much of human thought. So right. Plato, uh, it was this idea that you had good and evil. You had the light and the dark, and right. both things kind of came together. Um, and that's why in the world we experience both sides of those things. And so that even um, kind of affects how we see and think about God and, and even how we read Scripture. But um, it's good for us to realize, again, yes, there's a line this way, and it's there's God the Creator. And everything else is kind of below him. And like you said, like— there's not a whole lot of worth in worrying and wringing right. your hands right. over right. the things that we experience in life because ultimately we're we're under the sun. Right. We're down here. Um, I guess if you're listening to this, I've been making lines with my hands that you can't see. So <laughs> I'm making a horizontal line. God's above that horizontal line. And we're below it. We're right. under the sun. That's what Ecclesiastes says over and over. Under the sun. Right. You know, for those life is vanity for those under the sun. Um so yeah, so you say, you know, looking back on your years, God was good. Right. I've been able, well, it sounds like you're saying I've been able to see now how God was kind of threading and weaving these parts of my life sure. in this direction. But in the in the moment, 
it maybe was harder to see. Right. Yeah. Right. Because we're down here under the sun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Specifically, and specifics are always kind of good. Mm-hmm. Um, my son-in-law asked me about um, about Spanish is a part of my life. It's a part of my brain. Uh, if you if you know me, uh, you will find Spanish coming out of me automatically. Okay, it's something I tried to conquer, and I believe I have come close to conquering the Spanish. Not entirely. Uh, okay, I get to the, get to the point here, Don. My son-in-law asked me about uh, about something. We were talking about something about Spanish, and I mentioned my uh, high school Spanish class. Hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I mentioned him my high school Spanish class. He's a history teacher. Okay, your son is. No, my son-in-law. Your son-in-law. My son-in-law. Got it. Got it. He's a history teacher. You know, he deals with uh, he deals with teenagers all the time. And I said, you know, and I started to talk to him about my Spanish class when I was in high school. I said, well, Judy Savage and I sat in the back, and we were not learning Spanish. We were fooling around too much. All right, and he, the Spanish teacher, uh, uh, moved me to the uh, moved me to the front. He left Judy in the back. He, <sighs> probably okay back there i was in the front but here's something about that particular teacher he asked me about my wrestling uh event the night before he was he was he was where where i'm getting at is he was interested in 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 me as well as teaching me spanish okay so here i am sitting in the front and mr reisenauer would say well dan how'd you do last night and i go "Mm -hmm, i got i got pinned or no i lost you know three to two uh, or I go woohoo! Took care of that guy, no problem. You know, I pinned him in the first round. So here was uh, here was a Spanish teacher, the Spanish teacher, a teacher who was interested in not only teaching me, you know, how to conjugate tener in the present tense. Mm. You know, he was interested in me as a person. So my 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 son-in-law, of course, uh, said, "Hey, uh, do you remember any of his pedagogical? I think that's the correct word. Yep. His methods of teaching. Do you recall anything?" In Spanish class, other than uh, you know, other than him asking you whether you got pinned or didn't get pinned, you know, and I said, no, we just kind of did Spanish, you know, learn your vocabulary, try to pass the test, do whatever. Um, so why am I bringing all this up? Well, that's that's an actual instance where if you look at if you look at my life, um, uh, let's see if I can do it quickly. Hmm. My dad once in a while had some migrants pulling weeds on the farm i maybe had my first touch of spanish then and then i get into high school and i start and i start taking it as a language because if you're going to college you're going to need a language well fine i'm going to college i need a language so i take the spanish and then i end up at uh, i end up in, in 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 college trying to do math and spanish well forget that or math mm-hmm. forget that i switch to spanish it's easier uh, uh and then i end up you know relocating cuban refugees in in los angeles which is really the culmination of my my Spanish language education. I mean, it really takes you from the from the classroom <laughs> to the to the street. You know, you got to know it. Uh, so, if you look at that, uh, God's been in that the whole time. If you look back, you see all mm. kinds of things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, once in a while, there's a hiatus, you know, but. Eh. Yeah, that's incredible, Don. Uh, I mean, no, really, like to think about it and to, to and to have kind of the self. I see why you want to write memoir now. I mean, a memory, memory, memories. But no, I mean, um, yeah. <laughs> in the moment under the sun, right. you don't necessarily see right. it, life can feel kind of meaningless. I mean, there are days right. when you wake up and it's right. like, 
right. what's the point? <laughs> Can we just fast forward the clock to yeah. 10 p.m. and I'll go back to bed? Yeah. But but even though you didn't weren't recognizing, you know, when you were in the uh, field right. with those migrant workers or in that class, you're just taking the class. Right. But at the, at the same time, God is building. And, and working, sure. I mean, I would argue working through you sure. with the gifts he endowed you sure. so that one day you could help Cuban refugees. Mm. You know, I mean, that's that sounds like godly work to me. Yeah. You know, God's he's got a heart for he's got a heart for the immigrant. <laughs> that's what he tells Israel and, in, in, you know, in the desert. And he said, hey, you guys were immigrants. <laughs> you know, some of those immigrants I helped are probably about 55, 56, 65 years old. I mean, that, OK, you got to go back to 1971. <laughs> Sure. Okay. If you were three years old, five years old. Okay. If you're five years old in 1971, what are you now? Oh wow. So 30, 30 40, You could 40. do the math. I'm gonna. I am gonna do. I like math. So yeah, you'd, you, be right? you'd, be yeah, you'd be 54. You'd be 54. Okay. So those little uh, 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 squinkly mocosos, you know, or uh, rugrats, or whatever you want to call them, you know, little snotty nosed kids, you know, they're now 54. Wow. And and so now and this is this is where I mean again this is where we start to drift above the sun a little bit I think uh, okay. and we can't and we can't get there right we, <laughs> we can't see this but I wonder at you know this is we just tracked part just a part a fraction of your life right and then you think of all the different kids who came through that sure. and all of their stories now you know multiply this right, out right right and and God right. this is the mount I've heard it described as the mountaintop view so God he's above the sun you know so he's on the highest mountain right um, and, and when you're on top of a mountain, if you've ever climbed one, I, I've, I've ascended one mountain, okay, pretty proud okay. of that, in yeah. Colorado, Mount Albert. Um, a 14er? It was a 14er. Ooh. It's like the, uh, <laughs> it's it's one of the tallest, but it's it's like mid-range in terms of difficulty. Okay. But anyways, once when you're climbing up at the beginning, you're down in the woods, man. Yeah. You can't see but, you know, 10 feet right. either side because it's, it's thick woods and, right. and you get the path ahead. But as you ascend, you know, you, you get past the, that initial mm-hmm. forest and then pretty soon you're past the tree line. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon it's just bare rock. And when you look back, you can see so much land, so much land that you couldn't see before. And you see these, you know, little tiny microscopic yeah, dots yeah, and yeah. like, oh, oh, that was a semi. <laughs> <You know>? That <laughs> yeah. thing's pretty huge on the ground. Yeah. And so this is God's view, right? He looks down on earth. And, and not only, he's not just passive, like we don't believe in a passive God, uh, you know, the watch right, setter right. God who just lets it go. Right. God is not only looking down, but he is actively working in all that he sees right. in, in bringing people together. Donna, I mean, I never thought mm. I'd meet you. Right. <laughs> but here I am. Now, I'm, now my Spanish is getting better. Jose Quintero. <laughs> That's my Spanish teacher. If you're out there listening, ah. I'm still brushing up on my Spanish. <laughs> we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> you sp- I'll edit that out. <laughs> Whatever. So, but yeah, yeah. So, so it's just, it's kind of incredible to think about that, that right. for us under the sun, yeah, we, we got a limited view, but even, even in our own lives, you get to look back. Sure. If you have, I mean, if you're kind of given the space, even I would say to, to, you know, I don't know that everyone reflects like this on their life. No, no, I don't think they do. Yeah, and even you, like you're you're trying to reflect on your life, and it's right. and it's a challenge to to at least sit down and write down these right. reflections. Right. It's mostly for my kids. Sure, that's uh, good motivation. You know, so they got something to read. Hmm. Um, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's it's mostly for the kids. There's there's a lot of stories there. Yeah. 
and and, and I, they're going to want to read them, I think, you mm-hmm. know, even if they don't. I got to write them for me. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Besides, what I found is if you start writing one, you think about three others. Well, even when you <laughs> when, oh, you, yeah, when you first yeah, start yeah. talking about memory and how it's linked sure. to different senses, and immediately I, I remembered, and I wouldn't have thought of this the whole rest of the day had you not mentioned it, but right. in college, the cafeteria smelled just like Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> and we used to go to Chuck E. Cheese uh, you know, quite a lot when I was a kid. So that, was, that was fond memories. And yeah. I don't know if that's a positive to Chuck E. Cheese or a slam on my my college cafeteria. But Well, diesel fuel uh, spewed from the back end of a bus reminds me of Mexico. Uh, For whatever that's worth. Fond memories? <laughs> Gas- it's not a bothersome thing. Gasoline in general reminds me of the bookmobile. That was okay, this. I don't go. know if you remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little oh, yeah. bus came to school, yeah. had a bunch of books on it. Yeah. I read a lot of R.L. Stein, Goosebumps. <laughs> I never wanted to. This is where I want to always go above the sun and have the wisdom because those were the choose your own right. ending books. And I'd always oh, I'd oh, always oh, read. Oh. You know, it said if you choose this, go to this page. And if yeah. you choose this other thing, go to this other page. Yeah. I'd go to both every time because I, <laughs> you know, I didn't want to die off. <laughs> I, I don't think anyone died in those books. But yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Which kind of brings us to a question, I think, you know, coming out of all this uh, discussion on yeah. life under the sun and such. But you, so how do we move forward as people under the sun, you know? So we're down here. We got a limited view. God's up there. He's mm-hmm. got a heck of a view, I'd say. Right, right. Um, mm. Just wondering at the wisdom in, you know, like, I don't know, pr- like prayer is such a goofy, weird thing. And half the time when I pray, it's like, well, don't you know this already, God? Well, yeah. But. Okay, prayer. Yeah. You want to talk about prayer? I do. Prayer is, um, to make it fast statement easily, it's an acknowledgement that you're not in control. Mm. Um, that's often the way I think about it. Mm. It's, 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 a, it's a, an acknowledgement out loud, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, that you are not the head cheese. Mm. You're not the guy making the decisions. You're speaking and talking with your father mm. uh, or, or God or Jesus. Uh, uh, you know, you're speaking to someone else um, about your needs, about your thoughts, about your requests. So it's an acknowledgement that you're not in control. And I think that's, I think that's pretty strong. Mm. You know, it's not, it's not, it's not me. I'm not the. I'm not the. I'm not the. I'm not the ruler here. Right. On any yeah. stretch of the imagination. I'm. A, I'm kind of falling back now on that whole uh, mountaintop imagery and just thinking it's. It, I don't have that mountaintop view, but he does. Right. And that he opens this channel of communication. You know. I mean, in one yeah. sense too, you're kind of saying, "Look, I." Exactly. I'm the creature. You're the creator. Yeah. I'm down here. You're up there. Right. I don't know how this is going to go. Right. Uh, but you do. Right. So, you know. Um, so I trust that you'll do something good. Yeah. Be- beckon me in the direction yeah, you want me to go. That's right. You know. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I don't know if the cliff's up ahead or, <laughs> you know. The uh, rapids are coming. Yeah. <laughs> so just, you know, beckon me, uh, you know, in a good direction. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Just, you know, because with this Ecclesiastes thing, you know, it's kind of a depressing book. Okay. I'm going to say that. It's a little depressing. Um, 
you can try to find some optimism in Ecclesiastes. And I, there might be a spot or two <laughs> where you say, hey, that that was kind of okay. Um, but on the whole, you know, it's it's really relatable. And I think that, actually, I think that the book itself, it, I think non-Christians would be interested in reading it. No, oh, I think that's so. What, yeah. that's what, that, especially if you like philosophy, you know, sure. and if you are kind of a thinker about your life and right. the world. Right. Um, because it invites you in. It, it really doesn't have a whole lot to do with the narrative of the scripture or of the coming Messiah. You know, there's right. that kind of language isn't in there. It's really more about look at your world, yeah. you know, and, and, and look at history and what's become of people in history. And now think about your own life. And, and if you're courageous enough, can you admit to yourself that yeah. your life is not that big, <laughs> you know, you, that you are down here. Yeah. Um, that's what I kind of like about the book. Like it's it's very relatable, I think, and, and kind of honest in that way, if if a bit harsh in its honesty. Yeah. But it's uh, it 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 pushes us to consider those questions about yeah, what is my life worth? What is it worth? And obviously, I'm biased in this, but I think that if I don't have someone giving my life value, kind of like currency, mm-hmm. I don't know that it's worth anything. If there's okay, not a God, gotcha. Gotcha. if there's not a creator, if we are accidents, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. we are happy accidents on this, <laughs> in this, you know, world that was smashed, so. you know, into existence. <laughs> and, and none of, you know, I won the lottery by being yeah, or yeah, lost yeah. it, depending right. how you look right. at it. You know, yeah. does my life have any value? I, no. I think you're, I think you're kind of mad if you think it does. Yeah. How could, how could you, how right. could you make that jump? But, but that's what the rest of the Bible is for to say, right. hey. It actually does have value because here's the image that you were made in. Um, you know, here's the one who who did craft you. That's so Proverbs eight that yeah, came yeah, up in, yeah, yeah. in worship and or in the sermon, I guess. Okay. And that's a it's a great chapter. Read it if you haven't, but it's um it's talking about kind of God's creative wisdom in creating the earth. Um but um Colossians in Paul in Colossians, he'll take what's written in Proverbs eight okay. and he'll use it to talk about Jesus. So okay, he's making this okay. leap to say that this wisdom that was t- foretold or talked about in, in Proverbs, right. Paul is saying that was Jesus, and all okay. things were made through him. Yeah, so read read Proverbs 8, read, and then read Colossians 1, and you'll see it's really obvious okay, the okay. connection he's making. Proverbs 8. Proverbs 8. To over to Colossians 1. Over to 1. Colossians 1, and you'll see that Jesus is the wisdom okay. um, by which God created uh, uh, the world. And this is why Paul will say that all things were made uh, created in him and through him all things right, were made. right right um and so yeah and so in that sense we're all you know as christians and i think we talk and act this way or uh, yeah i think so i think we think this way that life in general is valuable because mm. we see the sacred in it right we see that that divine touch from ov- above the sun um kind of reflected in some manner in all human life, even even the most, you know, yeah. grotesque or right. <laughs> rebellious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of beauty down here. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you want to talk about beauty. Yeah. Well, Don, I think I've, ta- I think I've talked enough, <laughs> but I have more to hear from you, so keep working on those memories and, uh, uh, you know, yeah, fo- yeah, uh, send me yeah, a carbon yeah. copy when you send uh, them to your yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, will do all right sounds good well hey thanks folks uh for joining us as always pleasure being with you and uh happy new year